Expanding your mind with Grant Hicks. A boundary-breaking show designed to dissect subjects such as spirituality, past lives, hypnosis, the esoteric, ancient history, the universe, energy, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, the earth, and more. Hello and welcome to this week's show. What are you tolerating in your life? <clears throat> and <laughs> I love the way things flow. Um, if you listen to my previous podcast, um, How Spiritual Are Spiritualists, this goes off the back of that, really. And it's funny because I wrote, uh, wrote I, have, I have a book here and I just write loads of different ideas, you know, loads of different ideas. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. And I could go through and go, well, I'll talk about that one. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's talk about that. And sometimes I'll see a subject online and go, oh, I want to talk about that now. Others I'll write down ideas and come back to it, but it's just perfect um, that it flows on from the previous podcast. Just have my cup of tea. All right. Don't mind if I have a cup of tea to you. One of my only vices. <laughs> um, shouldn't be having tea, but I do like a good cup of tea. Strong, strongly brewed, organic tea with a splash of raw milk. Raw milk. Right? Uh, just like, oh, that tastes so nice. <clears throat> it's funny because years ago, when you used to be in the pub, um, going on holiday, getting drunk all the time, like, let's have a cup of tea. It's very English, isn't it? I don't know. Is it English anymore? Do people have lots of tea anymore? If you watch an English uh, film or a soap opera, only program, <laughs> any stressful situation, you'll see them say, how about a nice cup of tea? <laughs> it solves all problems. All world problems could be solved if we just went, ah, nice cup of tea, love. <laughs> not in a dick van dyke way please for the americanos out there <clears throat> if a dodgy english accent um say english accent when people say oh he's got a british accent it's like there's no such thing as a british accent <clears throat> or i suppose an english accent you have dialects of course because you have the scottish speaking english the irish speaking english the welsh speaking english should say that because they get very very uh, protective of their um, history, which is great, and I'm with them on that. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so many different dialects, isn't it? So that could be another podcast, couldn't it? Where's all the dialects come from? Dialects, not Daleks, dialects. And I learned, uh, see, look, I'm digressing already. I'll get back to it. I learned when I was um, learning Spanish years ago. Don't ask me to speak Spanish now because I'm really, really rusty. But when I was in it and I was doing night courses, doing exams in it, and then went to Spain and, you know, Spain loads of times speaking it. And um, I learned about Spanish dialects as well. Uh, that there's dialects in every country. There's one part of the country will speak completely different to the next, even if it's just five minutes away. 
I said, oh, I don't like that part of Spain because it's really common dialect. And what we're learning is, I suppose, what uh, foreigners would learn, um, like English, you know, um, what they would learn from their tutors. But when you go into the real world, in real life, and you start, oh, hello. <laughs> you know, <laughs> most English people don't speak like that. Oh, hello. Could you direct me to the nearest station, please? Yeah, we don't, we don't speak like that. In the old English films, you'd hear that accent, but not anymore. Um, yes, yeah, so I was like, oh, because oh. I wanted to move to Spain many years ago in the Andalusia region and uh, Granada around that way. Because Granada, yeah, close enough to the beach and you're close enough to the mountains to go skiing. What a fantastic life. Well, I'll go skiing in the morning and then down to the beach and sunbathe in the afternoon. Oh, fantastic. Um, I love digressing. I think it's great. Or is that a, a condition? <laughs> anyway, what are you tolerating in your life? What are you tolerating? I, I think, oh, well, let me ask you this. Are you a tolerant person? Are you tolerant? The English are known for being tolerant. We tolerate quite a lot. We really will. There's a saying called mad dogs and Englishmen. And I was thinking about it the other day. Mad dogs and Englishmen. Push them. Push the English. Push them. Push them. We're polite. <clears throat> We're going to let that slide. Push them. Push them. Starting to get my nerves now. <clears throat> push them. Push them. You're really getting on my nerves. I need a cup of tea. Push them. Push them. Bang. Then they're going to go. And you better run. <laughs> you better run. Um. And it's coming to that point now, I think. There's some people who, who whose tolerance is being pushed to the limit. And I think the tolerance is also being pushed to the limit because there's other people who, where they're not noticing what's going on around the world and a complete and utter suppression and the, 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 the snake tightening up and, you know, squeezing, <clears throat> they're not noticing it. And they're laughing at the people that are pointing it out, as they always have done throughout history. So people's tolerance levels, are, I believe, are getting less. It's like, why can't you see what's going on? Why can't you see they want to get rid of cash? Because they want to control you via digital ID, via digital money, via smart cities, cameras. Why do we need all these cameras? Yet they can't catch all the paedophiles. You know, it's all to control you. It's all it is. It's a farm, a zoo. They need to control you. All right. And I sit there and, and, and think, why are people tolerating this? This is completely against humanity, what they're doing. In London, uh, there's Blade Runners, call themselves Blade Runners, going around cutting all the cameras down. They're cutting the posts down, you know, and trashing them. And it's like, there you go. It's people that, are not tolerating it anymore. It's a tax. Nothing to do with the environment. You know, nothing whatsoever. And, and you know, where you live, it's like, oh, yeah, London area. Oh, yeah, Ule's ultra-low emission zone. But we don't mind all the big jumbo jets landing at Heathrow, uh, London City Airport, Stansted, Luton, Gatwick, and all the other private airfields. That's okay. That's fine. But you little people... You little people there, 
do as you are told and pay us even more money. Right? It's not about money. It's about control. It's about getting you depressed, bringing you down. They're, they're breaking your mind down. They're breaking you down mentally. This is how war works. If you haven't read the book, The Art of War, Sun Tzu, about a Chinese general, I think it's, uh, don't quote me on the, on the, the years, but is it 2500 BC? Something like that. It's BC anyway. Read the book. Tells you the art of war, how to break down your your enemy's mind, how to do this, and that's what they're doing right now. And you tell people that's what they're doing. Ah ha ha, ah ha ha. Here's the book. It's an instruction manual. Read it. Uh, oh, you can't read. Sorry, I forgot. That's silly of me. <laughs> but I find sarcasm helps quite a lot. And it's um, well, there's people doing something about it. Fantastic. These people standing up for their rights. And you get these people and it's and you can see where people another podcast I've got coming up is mind control. It's where people's minds are controlled. They're completely taken over and they have no idea. They're living their whole lives not knowing that their mind is controlled by other people. They've not, I'm free. I'm free. Oh, I've got a nice car, got a nice house, I've got a job, I pay all my bills. That's control. That's not how humans are supposed to live. That's control. And it's funny how people with loads and loads of money believe that they're more intelligent. Oh, well, I'm good at business. I've done this. I'm, I'm, I'm fantastic. I'm a really good human. Are you? You're a very good subject. That's what you are. Nothing wrong with having, you know, lots of money. You know, if, uh, you know, your ethics are right. But, you know, just don't do it for people-pleasing or, you know, be one step ahead of the Joneses, as it were. And um, so the people are being pushed. And it's funny, and, and someone said the other day, well, it's being posted about, it's like, oh, what, they're standing up to the system now, yet they didn't do for the past three years when that was that was the testing ground. That was the testing ground for your tolerance. Testing your tolerance. What are you going to put up with? Right. It, my God. Thank God they put arrows in the supermarket telling me which way to walk. I don't know how I would have survived. I have no idea how I would have survived if those arrows weren't on that floor saying this way. And saying two meters apart. My God. I could have died. I could have died if I'd have gone 1.99 meters to the person in front I could have, we could have all died we could have all died thank god they put all those signs up to keep us safe and people believed it they believed it anyway don't delve into that too much um but yeah that that was the the, the test the tolerance test the gullibility test everything to see how subservient the human species the human animal is you know because what it is they've been doing it for years and years and years i'm talking about even before you were born decades and decades centuries and centuries break them down break them down break them down break them down and this is what we've got people with minds of sludge that's it watch the film idiocracy you'll see exactly what i mean watch the film time machine where you have the morlocks and the humans you'll see what i mean 
Their role is to break down your mind. That's it. Okay, so you become tolerant of everything, what they do, everything. So when you have these low emission zones, oh, you know, oh, you know your car passes that. Oh, here's a quick tip for you, right? If you get a, oh, what's it called? Certificate of conformity, something like that, from um, your car manufacturer, you can get a letter. You have to pay for it. Get a certificate of conformity, <clears throat> and then if you get a ticket through or whatever, because you are you haven't paid your £12.50 or whatever it is where you are in the world, there you go, my certificate of conformity. The emissions are okay. Ta-da! Um, but this is it. it it's, it's happening all over the country. And this is the start of the smart cities. That's what these cameras are really for. They're not, they couldn't give a shit about you. They, they don't care about you. George Carlin, they couldn't give a fuck about you. You are nothing to them. All right. So anytime they say they're trying to help the planet, help you, help this, it's a lie all the time, all the time. So rather than spending 45, 50 million pounds, what's that? I don't know, about 60 million dollars just on London, regardless of the other areas like Birmingham, wherever they are in the country, just London alone. <clears throat> if you do your more research, again, question, questioning, questioning, do a bit deeper, go a bit deeper, find out who's benefiting from that. And you'll find it's the world's most famous banking family beginning with R. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. So they've benefited from the government contracts. Right? Or that they have lots of sub, sub, subsidial companies. So you go, oh, it's that company there. Yeah, but who owns that company? Oh, it's that by there. Yeah, but what company is that company part of? Ah, now it all makes sense while they're forcing it on. And then, then, if you don't pay and you get fined, and then the bailiffs come round. Who owns that bailiff company? Go on. I dare you. I absolutely dare you to question it. Only the same banking family, believe it or not. Or the Chinese. The Chinese own bailiff companies in the UK. Can you <laughs> What? Are you? Oh, conspiracy theorist. It's all there. If you choose to read, <clears throat> choose to research. But this is it. And people tolerate it. It's, oh, I've got to pay that fine. No, you don't have to pay that fine. You don't have to do that. They've just controlled you to believe you have to. You don't have to do anything. It's educating yourself. And people say, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. If you're that bothered about the environment and the emissions coming out, so rather than spending £50 million to put up cameras and buy vans to go around. It's funny, a lot of the vans are being vandalised, slash tyres sprayed all up. People don't like this. <clears throat> there you go. Torrance level's gone. Mad dogs and Englishmen, gone. Um, and they go, well, look, they're vandals. Like, you, you, you've been abusing them. You're an abuser. You're an, a manipulative abuser, government. And so wouldn't that 50 million be better spent on planting trees? rather than chopping them down. See, they chop them all down. We've got to get the 5G through to like do your brain in. So we're chopping all the ancient trees down because 5G doesn't like trees. Oops. 
Um, so yeah, if you feel that strongly enough, so you question it. You question your MPs, question anyone. So rather than spend that money on there and giving it to, you know, just cut to the chase. Get rid of all the bullshit nowadays. Get rid of bullshit. People are getting sick and tired of bullshit. The tolerance level, we're not having this anymore. Bullshit, bullshit. You're lying to us. You're manipulating us. You're an abuser. The money, money is being funneled through to this certain family who also control this and control this. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. Fuck off. I know people don't like it. I don't like swearing. It's only when I start getting passionate and <clears throat> my tolerance is gone. Um, no. How about you plant some trees instead? Come on. Plant some trees instead. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do with public money. This is the thing. They say the government's money. There is no government money. There's none. There's no globalist money. All of it is your money. Your money is you're, you're working hard for, right? You're working every day. You're doing this, trying to put food on the table. Bills are going through the roof. Going back to the same families. Your fuel costs going up for you to get to work. All going back to the same families. Your food, all going back to the same families. It's such a scam. Just say no. For those of you that are uh, from the UK, just say no. You know, grain chill in the 80s, 70s and 80s. To say no. To say no. It's a powerful word. No is such a powerful word. No, not doing it anymore. Don't care what you do. Don't care what you do. We're not doing it anymore. That's it. Plant the freaking trees. Do that instead. Do something for the environment, for the people. So, <laughs> you know, so you drive into an area and it's like, whoa, you've got a polluting car. There comes, they've got a great big Range Rover then and they've got limousines and they've got private jets coming in every single day. But my, my 10, 15, 20-year-old car is the problem. Yeah, you're the problem. Okay, all right. But... But if I pay £12.50, then it solves it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it solves it. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, it does, it does. Just pay us money. Give us money, money. Come on, money, 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 money. And people go, okay. Oh, I've got to pay because I'll get in trouble. I've got to pay. No, you don't. Stand up for yourselves, people. Stand up for yourselves. It's better to take control of yourself, your life, isn't it? Rather than uh, getting to the point where your tolerance is pushed and then you explode and, it, you know, you make rash decisions. Take a step back. Let me educate myself. What's the law? Acts and statutes are not law. Acts and statutes are not law. So if they use an act, it's not a law. I want to show you a law. Do you want me to show you a law? There's a, there's a law. Ah, yeah. I'm going to show you a law. <clears throat> and you're going to remember this for the rest of your life. Oh, I'm just doing some hypnosis on you right now. <laughs> People say, he did he did hypnosis on me. I'm living a better life. Oh my God, bastard. I've had that. I've actually had that. <laughs> I've had that. <laughs> I'm living a better life, you bastard. What? Okay. <clears throat> anyway, I'm going to show you a law. And let's see if you can guess which law it is. Let's see. I'm going to show you a real, genuine, genuine, I'm speaking Americanese there, genuine law. Ready? Are you ready?
What law is that? I'll do it again for those of you at the back. Are you ready? Could try and do it in slow motion. Just so you can get it. What law is this? For those of you that said the law of gravity, -da! it's not man-made, is it? It's there. <clears throat> empowerment, empowerment. Question, I keep saying this all the time. Question, question, question. People are too frightened to question. They go, oh, but if I question, they're going to have a go at me. They're, I don't know what to say after that. Well, that's how you learn. Blimey, you know. I've been in many situations where I've questioned and gone, yeah, well, what about this that, and the other? And then they've thrown a question back to me. I've gone, oh, shit, I don't know the answer. Oh, now it's stupid. Um, right, now I'm going to research the answer. So next time that happens, bum, 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 I've got some backup. I've got some knowledge to back me up. And it's phenomenal. Knowledge is phenomenal. They just, they don't want you to learn anything. They just want you to learn what they want you to learn. Again, schools, indoctrination centers, they're camps. They are camp, they're prison camps for kids. That's all they are. You're learning this. Yeah. And um, therefore, you're not living the life you should be living. You're living a life that other people want you to live. You know, it's like um, you train a dog, give it commands, you know. I've trained my dog. Guess what? That dog now is not living his own life. He's living the life that you want. Yeah, it's exactly the same with a sheep, with a farmer. He's the one that whistles. I don't know how they do it. So apologies for any sheep farms here. For said, up yours ugly in whistling. <laughs> I don't know. But he's commanding a dog. And the dog is then commanding the sheep. Because the farmer on his own can't do it. Farmer can't go, oh, it's sheep, get over here, in it. I need them in the sheep pens. We've got to shear them for the wool or, you know, make lamb chops or whatever. He can't do it. He cannot do it. So he has to get a sheepdog, two, three, four sheepdog, whatever it is. But they know they're faster, aren't they? So like they run down, right up, scare them that way, scare them this way, get them in there. And the farmer just comes up, shuts the gate to the sheep pen. Who's done all the work? The dog. Who gets all the rewards? The farmer. Do the sheep know who the farmer is? Do the sheep know who the dog is? Yes. I forgot that this goes out onto a radio as well. So I'm doing actions here, asking questions, and I'm nodding and shaking my head. So for the benefit of the radio and the, you know, <laughs> just go with the answers, please. And that's exactly how society is. You don't know who these globalist families are. But you know who the prime minister or the president is. You know um, the police, the army. They are the dogs. Quite literally. To control you, control how you think, how you behave, everything. 
and people tolerate it. They tolerate it because it's ingrained from birth, from the parents, grandparents, great-grandparents. It's ingrained. We've got to wave our flag. We've got to do this. We've got to cheer them on. You know? Why? Why? Why do you? I don't care about you. Oh, we can only do this. We can only do that. You can't buy toilet roll. Fuel strike. It, you know, it goes on and on and on. Right? And the more the human mind is broken, the more they can get you to do. To accept. Do you imagine it is, it's a, a sick, twisted psychological game? Oh, what's that? What was that show that was out the other year? Squid Games. Is it Squid, was it Squid Games? I think it was. It's not for the faint hearted because there's a bit of some harsh stuff in it. But um, when you see who's controlling it all, they're, they're, they're telling you to your face. <clears throat> You're just this. You'll do this for money. You, the people just do this for money. You know, by the people who have so much wealth you could never even imagine. Well, people tolerate it. It's, it's, you know, if you do this, if you work extra hours, we'll give you more money. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, give me more money. Give me more money. I can then buy a car and I have to tax and insure it and buy expensive fuel and do this. It's round and round we go. And you think, how the hell does humanity evolve, evolve then? How do we evolve? If we're caught in this quagmire, this, this sluggish trap, how? When revolutions happen, it's because people's tolerance is gone. Right? It's just gone. We've had enough. We've had enough. That's it. Is it getting to that point yet? Have you had enough? Have you had enough of living a, a mediocre life? I just want to read this out to you. Um, I saw this online. And I wrote it down. Um, so I'm just going to read it out to you and just see if you can relate to this. All right? Because I won't be able to remember it, so I'm just going to read it, if that's okay. It says... Uh, you ruin your life by tolerating it. At the end of the day, you should be excited to be alive. When you settle for anything less than what you innately desire, you destroy the possibility that lives inside of you, that, that lives inside of you, sorry. Let me say that again. When you settle for anything less than what you innately desire, you destroy the possibility that lives inside of you. And in the way you can, oh no, it's my writing. You can what? You can cheat both yourself and the world of your potential. I mentioned this in my last podcast about pioneers. Why are there no pioneers anymore? The next Michelangelo could be sitting behind a MacBook right now, writing an invoice for paperclips because it pays the bills or because it is comfortable or because he can tolerate it. Sounding familiar. Do not let this happen to you. Do not ruin your life this way. Life and work and life and love are not irrespective of each other. They are intrinsically linked. We have to strive to do extraordinary work. We have to strive to find extraordinary love. Only then will we tap into an extraordinary blissful life. And that's by someone called Bianca Spericino. I believe so thank you bianca for those words because that's 
phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So by you tolerating things, putting up with things, you're not fulfilling your full potential. And I said that, uh, this, this is why I love the way this works, how it flows. This is how it flows. See, when you're living your, your soul's purpose, your life purpose, it flows. And I mentioned in a previous podcast about pioneers, spiritual pioneers, pioneers of science, you know. Now what they've done is they've broken down that science. Dr. Royal Raymond Rife, you don't know who he is, research him. Found all cures for all diseases and illnesses via frequencies 100 years ago. Where are they? <clears throat> and, uh, and I talk to people and say, have you heard of Dr. Royal Raymond Rife? No, because they don't want me to know about him and his discoveries. You know, some people heard of Tesla, whether he really existed or not is another story. Um, but people tolerate it. It's like there's free energy out there. Oh. I just saw one now, saw a clip, and it was, I don't know what country it was in, but it would be, um, as I guess, it was like in the East, so um, I don't know. don't know where it is. Indonesia or something, something, one of those kind of countries. And the guy, he just, what he did was, he uh, it's amazing. And he created free electricity. Do you know how he did it? He, an old bike, an old bike, rusted wheel, and he took the wheel off. It was all rusted. And, he, you know, just for cosmetics, he, uh, the wheel rim, all the spokes, and he took the, the, the tire off. And he, you know, cleaned it all up, sprayed it yellow, so it looks nice. Put a couple of spindles on it, got some um, metal beams, built a little frame, put them on it, so it was a spinning wheel. Then attached to the wheel, he got two plastic, like lids, I don't know, from paint pots or something like that. Drilled the holes, put two together, drilled a hole in the middle, put that on the spindle. He he uh, welded a uh, a bolt, a thread onto the wheel so they can place it over that creating a pulley system right then he got uh, a little motor a little windy motor like a little generator and you just wind it it just generates electricity like a dynamo and he connected a light bulb to it he went look if i just turn this then yeah electricity goes just by this dynamo then he got a, a fan and he attached like a, a drill to it and he just uh, and he said that yeah, by doing a dynamo look it's making a fan work so it's generating electricity for a small dynamo teeny dynamo cost pennies so what he did he uh just put some plug sockets attached to this dynamo all right and then he put a belt from this hub this wheel as a pulley system so it's pulley to the dynamo and then what he did he attached Bottles of whatever liquid, like just a normal, I've got any here, like a two litre bottle of water, but about, I don't know, three quarters, three quarters of the way full, something like that. And he attached it all the way around this wheel. Right? So they're leaning over. And then what he did was he just spun the bottles of, say, water, was it coloured liquid? I don't know what it was, spun them around. So therefore, the gravity or the pull, it just kept spinning. Just kept spinning because the water's woof, the weight of it would spin that around, flip that bottle around, and it would just carry on perpetual motion. And because it was connected to the dynamo, 
he then come along with a fan. Bear in mind, this is a poverty-stricken country because when he's doing all this kind of work, he's got no shoes on, he's got bruises and all that. And he then got a plug, plugged it in, and the fan started working. He goes, da-da. Yet you're paying how much for your electricity? It's all there. It depends what you want to tolerate. You know? And the more people that stand up and say, no, I don't want this life anymore. I don't want it. I'm living in misery. I'm struggling. I'm stressed. You know, they want you stressed. Then they want your children stressed because, you know, stressed, anxious people are easy to control via fear. Oh, this is coming. You need to, we need to buy this to stay safe. You know, think about it. In the 60s, when you had the Cold War going on, America and Russia, the Cuban crisis, the Cuban Missile Crisis, who earned the money? The people selling the fallout shelters. Yeah, they're going to be nuclear bombs because, uh, was it Russia or China's helping Cuba? And they're there and they've got their missiles. They're going to be launching. You need to buy the top super duper deluxe air raid shelter, underground bunker with extras, with this, with it. Oh, God, I need it. People are just going panicking all over the place. Fear sells. It would be so nice as a collective, the human collective, which just said, no, no more. People are so used to materialistic wealth, materialistic things, uh, oh, that, it, it, like small pleasures, small, give them small pleasures, alcohol, cigarettes, sex, drugs, little pleasures. Just keep them little pleasures going, keep them going. And off they go. And what it is, like I just described, with that wheel, with the bottles of water keeping on going, that's what's happening to you. Little pleasures, oh, a little bit. Oh, Friday night, oh, fantastic. Oh, oh, a nice drink on a Friday night. Wee. That's it, there we go. Then you wake up Saturday with a hangover. Oh, coffee that they also sell. <laughs> it goes on. Oh, buy some chocolate, I need some chocolate. No, you don't, you need magnesium. That's what you need, magnesium, not chocolate. Oh, chocolate, I feel better now. Then that fades off. Oh, I need this now. I tell you, they know their human subjects very, very well. And if you don't question it, you're going to keep on tolerating it. Why? Why? And it's it is it is an addiction to constantly tolerate stuff. Is an addiction. You're addicted to tolerating it, and they know this. They know this. They put stuff in your food, chemicals in your food, chemicals in your water, chemicals in the air, chemicals in the products that you buy. All these plastics. A lot of people don't realise when it's a nice, uh, warm, hot day. You know, when you open your car door and it's warm in there, and you get in and start breathing, they know full well that the heat generated inside the car releases chemicals from the plastic, plastic dash. And who's breathing that in? You are. Open the car door, stand away from it, allow it to aerate, then go in. Otherwise, you're breathing in all those chemicals. And this is it. If people can't see, feel, or touch it, they don't believe it. It's like you're breathing that in. You do realise, don't you? Then you get the negative people going, yeah, but they're spraying stuff. So what's the point in worrying about that? <clears throat> well, you take things to counter it. You take your cilantro. You, you take your binders. Your, you know, your uh, activated charcoal. You take your diatomaceous earth, your bentonite clay. You da -la 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 -la. 
Did I know this years ago? No, I didn't. How do I know it? By researching and learning and not tolerating. Oh, so you're poisoning me. Right, what cancels those poisons? This, that's why. That's what I'm going to be having in my diet then. What? I say to people, are you still drinking tap water? Yeah, why? I boil it. Okay, all right. Carry on. That's the fluoride. That's the fluoride dumbing you down. Okay, tolerating it. And it, again, with an addiction, the hardest part is realizing it and saying, do you know what? I've got to do whatever it takes to pull away from that addiction. And that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. The first day, the first week, the first month, the first year. But you've got to have it in your head, the end game, the end goal. Right, I don't want this life anymore. I'm not tolerating it. I'm unhappy. I'm miserable. Crap relationship, crap job, crap food. Yeah, it's and that's most of society, isn't it? Let's have some McDonald's. Oh dear, really? Okay. And uh, they tolerate it. Tolerate it being treated badly. It's, you're in a, an abusive relationship with your government and the glo global um, corporations. That's it. You're in an abusive relationship. So you can either carry on or you can become the pioneer of your own life. Be the pioneer of your own life. Write your own story. You know, it's, uh, I said, I'll take my daughter's boxing and they love it. And my oldest, where well, she's had her exams and all that sort of stuff, she hasn't been, and you know, she hasn't been in the ring. But once the exam's finished, come along and she was nervous nervous as anything really nervous right and i said to her listen right you're a natural you are a absolute natural the way you move the way this and the other very good on a bag you now need to transfer that into the ring right for a girl or anyway it's daunting even the boys it's daunting you know you see she's young getting hit they wear the head guards and all that and she went in a couple of times and she didn't like it because my other daughter clocked her in the eye and she couldn't see properly you know I said, right, go and sort yourself out, come back. But lucky enough, the instructor was Irish. He went, um, come on, back in. Because she was going, oh, I don't want to do it. I just want to go in a bag. I just want to do this. La, la, la. Tolerate him. Yeah. So like, no, because I can see your potential. I can see it. And so can, the, so can the trainer. So anyway. No faff, no like, come on, get in it. Like, right, you want you in there now. Come on, in you go. Boom, sting. And she went in there, right? Oh, my God. She really pulled it off. She was battering her sister. She's like, bam, bam, jab, 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 move, 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 blah, blah, blah. It's like, and the other guys, they're going, oh, my God, she's sharp, isn't she? I went, oh, she really is. Really is. And when she come out, she was a bit like, attitude. <laughs> and I said, you did fantastically well. You that was amazing, and everyone noticed it. Everyone noticed it. That was phenomenal what you did there. From you know, not being in a ring, all these other people are more experienced than you, but you went in and went bang, 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 bang. Right? I said, Do you know how that happened? I said. And I said, come on, get in there, get in there. And the truth went, come on, come on, do this, you know, because we've got your best interests at heart. All right. We don't want you to be mediocre. We could see the potential. So come on. And I said, you went in there and you was pissed off at me. You was pissed. And she went, yeah. I said, I know you was. You was pissed off at me. And that by being pissed off, you go, I'm not having this anymore. I'm just going to do this and get out of the ring. That's it. I said, that mentality pushed you. 
pushed you to better yourself without you even realizing. And everyone noticed it went, whoa, look at that. Because I helped her push through her boundaries, boundaries of the mind. And she felt great off that. I said, how do you feel now? She went, yeah, I feel really good. Yeah, because you're pumped up, because your adrenaline's pumping up. You're feeling really good. You're feeling on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. I said, but you wouldn't be in that position if I allowed you to tolerate. It's a life lesson. Can you now see why I did that? Yeah. Guess what? She's going to be in a boxing exhibition now. She's been asked, you know, right, you know, you want to fight here, you want to fight there, because they can see her potential. She's gone, yep, yeah, okay. Okay. From not wanting to do it and being adamant and being miserable, punching the bag, to going, right, I'm doing it. And now she's in a, a boxing exhibition. Just like that. That's life-changing, guys. This is what I mean. It's life-changing. Just that decision. And sometimes you need help with that decision. You need help with that decision sometimes. That's where I come along. Other people like me come along. We come, come on, come on. We can see your potential. Come on, do this. And it's like, do this, and off you go. All right? Like I was saying, you go and then detach. Off you go. All right? And now that attitude will be with her for the rest of her life. Like the bottles of water on the on the wheel going around. She's now right, okay, all right, all right. Now you've got to train better. Now you've got to get in the ring. And guess what? I said, now what you've got to do is you've got to fight the boys, the bigger, stronger, tougher, faster boys, because that's where you're going to start to grow. By being around people that are better than you, uh, more knowledgeable than you, and are where you want to be. It's like, yeah, okay. It's like, <laughs> I want to cry at tears of joy because I'm so happy. Um, it's like, yes, yes. And we should all be doing that with our children, not becoming obsolete, obsessive, saying, you've got to do it. You know. It's igniting the spark in them so that then they can carry it on. Yeah? And I've said to them, listen, if you don't want to do this, you don't have to do this. I can see your potential. I'm going to push you a little bit. If you don't want it, that's fine. But you won't know until you try. Like that, I want to do it. I want to do it. Fantastic. So would you like help? Would you like help? <clears throat> now, when this podcast comes out, I may have already um, run my three-day course a free three-day course i may have already run it but there'll be a replay for you to watch and still join in with and still comment on um it's called uh, how to go from feeling lost and frustrated to feeling fulfilled and seeking your sole purpose okay and that's just me trying to ignite something in you Okay, so there's guidance, there's help, there's worksheets, there's homework, and you can still do it even though the course is, is, is finished. You can still do it. <clears throat> All right. Hopefully, it can spark something in you. And there's a saying when a student is ready, the teacher shall appear. And even if the course is, is finished um, and you join the group, the private Facebook group, and you go through it and start asking questions, I will still reply to you. It will be me personally replying to you. How do I do this? How do I do that? I will help you. All free of charge. OK? 
okay? Because I'm passionate about helping people, passionate about taking people out of their mediocre lives, passionate about igniting a fire, a spark, passionate about helping the future pioneers. That's it. Someone's got to take action. Someone has to take action. I'm not tolerating mediocrity anymore. That's it. I'm not doing it. Step up or step out. That's it. So I'll put the link in the show notes. Register uh, for the, the, the training, free course. You'll be invited into a private Facebook group. And, uh, and that way, when I run it again, you'll be there to do it live. Does that sound good? Right. I'm just hoping you said yes there. <laughs> Don't tolerate mediocrity. All right. The quagmire of mediocrity. Don't do it. We need pioneers. We need pioneers now. You may be that pioneer. And once we're living our soul's purpose and really feeling into it, that's where the pioneers are going to flourish. And you never know. Your name may be in the history books. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to me. Do not tolerate mediocrity. Take care. Bye-bye.